Good evening, baseball fans. It is Sunday, May 7th. This is episode, this is season two, episode 24, the one where we are so confused. And I I named I named this Tom. I named this episode before like we started like this morning and didn't have all these problems. And now we had all the problems. And now it's like aptly named. I mean, I was originally only confused about like the baseballs. But so you did this to us. <laughs> I, you know, apparently, I, I don't, apparently, I don't know. The There was a setting in here where I had to like click on the thing. It, I don't even know. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know. I, and I couldn't even tell you like where I clicked on the little red like circle thing to uncheck it. Now it's, but now it's working. So I, I don't know. Now I won't. But now I'm going to jinx myself. Watch. You watch. Just so now. the first thing that came to mind when you just said that, because I went and watched the New Guardians today. Uh-huh. But before that, yesterday, I watched number two. And uh-huh. there's a scene at the end where Rocket's trying to get Groot to take this like bomb uh-huh. to like the heart. And he's like, all right, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. And there's like two buttons on this thing. And one is like the death button. And all Groot wants to do is push the death push button. The death button. <laughs> and he's like, does anybody have any tape? Does anybody have any tape? And he's asking all the guardians that have tape so they can put tape over the death button and nobody's got any tape. So apparently we need some tape for you to put it over the box so you can't listen, it. Li- listen, <laughs> listen, Linda. Okay. If there, if, if I could put some sort of like, I don't know, digital tape over it, like I would. Normally it's just plug and play. Like it's, it's good. It's, it wasn't good today. It wasn't good, Tom. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Yes. Normally, it's Susie and Shelby, but it is not Susie and Shelby. Today, it is Susie and Tom, all right? Because Tom is gracious enough to pinch it. Uh, you see what I did there? For Shelby, because, you know, she has a life and went to a wedding or, I don't know, something. So, anyhow, um, you, uh, you've you got you've got me, you've got Tom, and here's your warning. It's going to be a Rated R podcast. Rated R podcast. There's going to be lots of cussing, lots of inappropriate adult humor, and I was going to say lots of drinking. There's going to be minimal amounts of drinking. But there will at least be bourbon today from, from, I don't know, from my side. From your side too, Tom? So I have this cool little decanter here that if you can see oh. if you're watching. If you're, and, if you're on the YouTubes, go to the, go. If you're not on the YouTubes, go to the YouTube so Tom can show off his decanter. Normally. That's not a, that's not a euphemism for anything. It's literally some sort <laughs> of actual like bourbon something or another. So with, normally I'm on the show and we're not drinking or the last time I – had something special. So I was like, oh, well, I'll drink it on the show. It's perfect. This one, I've had it for a long time. I never touch it because it's really cool looking. I'm afraid I'm going to break it. Oh, that's But fair. when I first got it, I had a real good friend, uh, worked for me at Boeing, another military guy. We're military guys, done a lot of traveling. So like cool little globe thing. And I put Maker's Mark 101 in here, which uh-huh. for Maker's drinkers, it's normally 90 proof. This is 101 proof. So, oh, so, so you about to get fucked up, Tom, is what you're telling uh, me? Not on one glass. Not okay, on one glass. Now, now if, if we're going to do, you know, a four hour podcast, then yes, the S's well, will be slurred. I mean, but, we, we got this one to do and then we got back that Astros up to do, Tom. And that one, we may need all the alcohols or well, I may get, need all the alcohols. Let me get so. to pour in this bad boy now then. Okay. You do that. Um, I am also going to be drinking Devil's Ooh. River, Devil's River agave bourbon. Agave so bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are audio only, go to the YouTubes so you can see this beautiful bottle. 
And I was going to say that y'all have seen me drink this bottle, but you haven't because the episode where I drank this has not come out. And it I don't think it will ever actually come out because that audio and video is just all jacked up. So um, this is, like I said, Devil's River Agave Bourbon. And you know what, Tom? I, I'm, I'm hardcore because I don't have any ice. So we're just going to drink this with no ice because it's one of them days. Neat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to we're going to put I don't want hair on my chest, but, you know, if it magically gave me <laughs> boobs, that would be super awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. And then we're going to talk about all the baseball happenings because there's lots of baseball happenings like around the league that I don't maybe we're in the upside down. I don't even know at this point because there's lots of crazy things going on. <clears throat> It's definitely not ideal, depending on which franchise you want to follow. Some of the blue bloods, some of the recent blue bloods, as I'd like, to, I'd like to think, the Astros are are struggling right now. Listen, we're, we got we got to save the Astros for last. We will. We got to save the Astros for last because it's it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. Um, maybe we'll start. We're gonna start in the NL though. We're gonna start in the NL. Um, look at you shaking your. Ice. I was gonna start with a with a with a toast. With the toast. Oh, okay. This is not this is not yellow rose distilling. Uh, I'm gonna just hide that. Cheers. (laughs) Okay. It's yeah. It's not like it. It burns just a little, but only a little, and it's it's kind of sweet. Anyways, uh, if you are an actual bourbon drinker and you expect some sort of like review of <laughs> of like it's got notes of oak and amber waves of grain like that's not i'm not it okay you're, you're gonna have to go to another bourbon podcast for that now if you want to talk about the baseball with a little bit of a bourbon talk we can do that um you want to start you know where we're gonna start tom let's let's start in the nl okay do you know who the worst team in the nl is right now i do but i didn't believe it when i read it it didn't even sound right the st louis cardinals correct St. Louis motherfucking Cardinals. I'm like, yeah. what? The bourbon is still burning on the way down. <laughs> I just, I, I need, I need the people to know this. And that's well, why I'm, I'm not like, one of those bourbon guys, like whatever. But I will tell you that anybody that drinks Makers, you can definitely taste the caramel a little bit. So there's, there's plenty of notes of th- caramel. In is there here. notes? Of, okay. Yes. It, so okay, that's, so that's, that's, that's the bourbon side of it. The, you're a are you you're the you're the person that says caramel instead of caramel? Uh, yes, is that wrong? Okay. I don't know. Are they fighting? I, I'm, <clears throat> they're, I'm, it, it's it's whatever to me. Is like, it I don't, water instead of water? What where, where, where are we at? What who East says Coast, water? The guys up north, they say water. Who says water? No, yeah. that's not. Hi, Albert. How are you? Um, no, <laughs> we will not be. No. Okay. I'm not going to fight you on the caramel versus caramel thing. I, it was just an interesting note that my ADHD brain went you know, off of. You know another good one that's like fighting words in Texas? Pecan versus yes. pecan. Yes, read my mind. Read Ooh. my mind. Tom got fired up on that. He's like, don't don't pronounce it however you pronounce it. I don't oh, know no, I, I don't it. care. I think it's hilarious. I almost say it pecan because people hate it. Is it is it pecan? No, it's pecan. But is it pecan? Okay. If you hear people say pecan, people get really upset. I'm trying to think of how how my mother-in-law t- says it because they're they're real they're real Texan. They're very Texan. 
Very, very Texan. When I first moved here, I'm all, what are these words that are, sh I feel like these are actual words, but I had to like, <laughs> I had to squint for a little bit to like really figure it out. Anyways, that's not what the people came here for, Tom. Not, not, not this argument. They came to hear about how poorly the St. Louis Cardinals are doing. And I wasn't, I wasn't aware how poorly the St. Louis Cardinals were doing until they made all of these crazy ass moves. Like what? What's happening? Okay. So let, let's just, let's, let's back up into the off season. Okay. Their franchise. I almost said quarterback. Jesus Christ. Their franchise catcher, Yadier Molina retired, officially retired. Him and Albert Pujols went sailing into the sunset. They signed Wilson Contreras five years a gajillion dollars. It wasn't a gajillion dollars, but I didn't look it up how much it was. Um, it was I like want to say 80, 84, was it 85, I think so, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. around there, you got, you but it was, it was five years. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks Tom. I appreciate you. Um, and there was, there was some, there was some fight. There was some fight. Wilson Contreras came over from the Chicago Cubs. There was a big hoopla about maybe getting traded at the trade deadline. And there was like tears <clears> and it, it was a whole big thing. The Astros may may or may not have been in on him um, in the at the trade deadline and then in the offseason, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so the Cardinals, the Cardinals signed him to be their franchise catcher. And what did they do their first month into the season? They decided, hey, franchise catcher that we signed you as a franchise catcher. Just kidding. <laughs> that's not that's not what we want you to do. We're we're gonna sit you down. Maybe we're gonna DH you. Maybe maybe we're gonna play you in the outfield. Now that now if you don't follow all of the teams and aren't as stupid crazy as I am, maybe you don't know that the St. Louis Cardinals have a plethora of outfielders, like a logjam of really really good outfielders. Okay, so the fact that they're willing to sit their franchise. God, Susie, I almost said quarterback again. Franchise catcher. You're ready for the football season. <laughs> I don't even watch football. That's the dumb thing about me. <laughs> um, the fact that they're like willing to move off of Wilson Contreras for their backup, Andrew Kisner, who they were like, no, no, you, sir, you are not the business. We are not, we don't want you as like the main catcher. Like you can be the backup catcher when Contreras needs. No. And then they brought up a third catcher. Cardinals fans, sound off because I need help. I need help. I need. What are we doing? Well, here I'll try. To, I'll try to make sense of it, sort of. If so, you, Tom, if you even say that it's because like they 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 want a a catcher that is familiar with the pitchers back there, I'm we may fight. Like we, we may. This is not Maldi. I'm not doing that. Here. <laughs> this is not a Maldi podcast, ma'am. We're not doing that. <laughs> that's <laughs> i've seen you coming and we're not doing that okay <laughs> okay <laughs> all right cheers but to that cheers to that okay so 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 tell me what were you going to tell me so in breaking down the contract he is signed for five years 87.5 million dollars so with an average salary of 17 and a half million dollars a year he is 31 years old currently so if you're concerned about him being able to play 
into this contract, he can't be catching at age 32, 33, 34, 35. Uh, like, at least not every day. Maybe okay. you catch him every third day. Maybe they do what the Astros should do and play the young guy. How about that? Okay, that's that's fair. Astro Astro Wharf Craig says catchers are kind of quarterbacks. See, so maybe maybe I'm, I'm with that. Not okay. not not, not a bad fair. argument at all. That's but that's what I think this is. I think there is a concern that he is going to break down over time if he catches 130 games or whatever. And the plan is, look, we can get him play elsewhere because we want his bat. He's a plus hitter. We want him in the lineup to to drive in runs. But we don't want to. We won't. Don't want him to deteriorate on us because we use them at catcher. And maybe Yachty had something to do with that. Maybe he's an advisor. Maybe he said, "Look, this is the best way to do that." Who knows? Okay, so I'm I'm trying to find the article where I actually read this, and I think maybe it was an athletic article. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to Google this. But essentially, essentially, what I just said about the whole like they're wanting. They're wanting uh, a catcher that is more familiar with their pitchers. Is is literally the reason why they're why they're setting Wilson Contreras down, and it was an athletic article that I read, and I don't know was it an athletic article. Maybe I've got was. one from Bleacher Report right now. Is it a Bleacher? Okay, but the quote was basically like, "All Ali Marmol, the the manager, sat down, I guess, with like the like the bench coaches, the owner." Wilson Contreras, like the batting, like hitting coaches, catching, like all of them sat him down. And apparently this was, this is the consensus, consensus, there we go, that they came to was that they were not going to play their $87 million man. That that he's just going to DH. From this, and I didn't read it until just now. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But it makes me sound so good. Is it what you... Okay, you, you go, Tom. I'm going to find the article that, that I read. You can- so um, St. Louis recalled, this is this is reading into it a little bit. I'm not going to read the whole thing. St. Louis recalled 28-year-old catcher Trace Barrera from AAA on Saturday, which was the first sign the team intended to use Contreras in a different way. Per Denton, who is John Denton, uh, MLB.com, per Denton, Contreras said he had a video call with legendary Cardinals catcher and future Hall of Famer Yadier Molina this week. Regarding the call, Contreras said Molina said he watched he was watching the games and said they were not executing pitches. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not pointing fingers at my pitchers because I'm on their side, but we just need to be better at executing. Molina is not blaming Contreras for the Cardinal shortcomings, nor is Marmol, who said, one thing I want to make super clear, we're not losing ball games because Wilson Contreras is catching, according to Denton. Okay, that that was now what that was now what I read. Hold on, let me let me get there. Let me get I guys. Uh, as you can see, Susie is super prepared for this. Very very prepared, and obviously obviously, um, I come you know doing all of the research. So, so that- this says that the Cardinals are are super struggling ranked 21st in MLB and team RRA at 4.71 and tied for 23rd in walks with 117. Yeah, no, that's, that's not good. That's not good. So Contreras is still every bit the hitter. 
He's hitting 280 with two home runs and 14 RBIs. Obviously, the Cardinals, this is uh, John Mosellock, the the owner. This is a quote from him saying, Obviously, the Cardinals were used to one guy behind the plate for close to two decades. The nuances of that position may be, ve- may be very subtle, are, are what a lot of our pitchers were used to. What we were seeing was a lack of confidence. Normally, you'd say, why didn't you address this in spring training? But in spring training, it's so different in terms of what people are trying to work on. Pitchers are going a couple innings. doesn't really count. With this, we've noticed a lot of puzzling trends we know we need to fix. We know we need to address it. We just decided to do it head on. Put it out there. Do we think we've seen Wilson catch his last game? No, but this is going to take a little time to get him to where he, we feel he understands the expectations of what this role is for us. So, he, I... So they did the Maldi thing. I didn't do it. They did it. <laughs> yes. But there but here's the thing though. Like is it Wilson Contreras' fault that the Cardinals pitching rotation sucks? I mean, you've got freaking Jack Flaherty over there. You got Steven Matz. Like Wayno didn't even throw to Wilson Contreras. Like Wayno threw to Kisner. Like, what are we doing? I think Jordan Montgomery is their only one that has done decently. What? So, so you mean to tell me that it's Wilson Contreras' fault that all of these guys like are not executing their pitch? Like, do I not know something about baseball? The argument, the argument that I think they're trying to make is Yachty caught them all last year, and they didn't pitch as bad. So, what's the difference? I know. I'm with you. I don't like it either. Okay, but is... So they're thinking that Yachty is some pitcher whisperer thing? Like, are we just thinking that that catchers are just... have superhuman powers and and are able to make magic happen on... What, what's happening here? What What's going on? Susie, they think it in Houston. <laughs> Listen... Oh my God! Yes, I know, I know, I know. But I thought that, I thought we were the only ones. I thought we were the only ones. We're not. It's Apparently clear. Not. It Apparently. is clear. This is not an isolated incident. There are other teams that feel that I don't care what the guy hits, if if the if the pitchers and him aren't speaking the same language, if pitchers are from Mars and catchers are from Venus, you need someone that speaks the language. So apparently Wilson Contreras, their $87 million man, is not it. Okay, so Cardinals, Cardinal fans, sound off. I need I need input here, okay, because I mentioned this on Twitter. Well, and then we didn't even mention this thing. So Jordan Walker, their, like, Young stud. A1 prospect, like, was hitting freaking nukes in spring training. They started him. He, he was on the roster, like, Opening day, he was there. So in order to make this move for Wilson Contreras to be the DH and them to bring up a third catcher, a week ago, they sent Jordan Walker down, which was kind of puzzling anyways, because while he wasn't tearing the cover off the ball, he was still, like, getting on base. The boy's 20. 20 years old. Like, he skipped, I want to say, I think he went straight from double-A to, to the majors. Like, I don't even think he had a triple-A anything he's 20 years old in the majors i don't i'm not quite sure what you were expecting from this boy 
And I literally have to call him a boy because he is 20 years old. Like he can't even <laughs> he can't even purchase can't like, a drink legally. Right. Like so he's so you sent him back down. And I don't I hope that he has that he, he has the mental fortitude to like say, OK, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's them. It kind of is me. But like I'm, I'm hitting singles. I'm not hitting bombs, but whatever. So they sent him down. They brought up Taylor Motter, who was not not good. They just DFA'd Taylor Motter, the guy that they brought up for Jordan Walker, to bring up this third catcher guy. What What is happening right now? What is going I think, on? I think that has a lot to do with the 40 man and who's on it and who's not. Who's got options? Who doesn't? It's It's so hard to manipulate guys that can't go down to the minors. So... It's, it's easier to take a young 20 year old Jordan Walker and say, look, we're going to play you every day at wherever their, their, their sugar land is. And, and just know that this isn't you. This is because we only have so many roster spots. And while you're our future, our catching spot is costing us our current, our present. So we've got to figure out a way to make it work. Some, someone, someone tell Jordan Walker, it's not his fault that the pitchers suck. But Jack Flaherty ain't thrown shit and like that they're getting no. Okay. It's not that's not it. I I don't know. Is Nolan Arenado hurt? Because Nolan Arenado also not doing Nolan Arenado things. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, we talked about it today on our on our podcast about guys that are struggling that you just don't know they're struggling, and then you look at the numbers and go, Oh crap. Like if I yeah. sat down and broke it down. <laughs> which I'm sure we'll get into it, it later on in life tonight. Like, well, okay. Yeah. While we're used to Arenado being this juggernaut, he's yeah. probably just treading water. I don't, I don't know. Well, but then again, I was not, I didn't, I did not go back and like look at this year or this season versus last season this time. And I don't know if Nolan Arenado is a, is a slow starter or whatever, but his baseball savant page, is ice cold blue, just all blue, just all of the blue balls, no red. Okay. <laughs> no red, just all blue. And you're all uh, Nolan Arenado. What, what, what's going on? What, what's happening over there? So Cardinals are in last place in the national league, not like in their division. Okay. Not, no, no, no. Like the entire national league, the St. Louis Cardinals who we expected at the preseason. That's like through 33 games, which I don't know how many they've played. The Astros have played 34. He's batting 241 with a 292 OBP, a 338 slug, 630 OPS. He's got like 32 hits, uh, three bombs, 17 RBIs. Again, not terrible, just not superhuman. Just not Nolan Arenado esque. Yes. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's coming out of it. Who knows? I don't know. But Cardinals, what is we doing? If you know, if you know, or if you just want to like vent. Comments are open. Okay. Um, so from from the NL, I guess we're just gonna stay in the NL for a little bit because the Tigers, since AJ Hinch benched Javi Baez, apparently that lit a fire under everyone's ass. And now like the Tiger, the Tigers just swept the Mets. You love to see it. <laughs> and then the Mets are having the Mets are going through it because they just got swept by the Rockies too. So <laughs> their record's not great either. No, no, they are they are one game under five hundred, 
one game under 500. And Justin and Verlander. $11 billion to, to put that team on. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't. Max Scherzer looked human. Max Scherzer looked his age. Um, and then Justin Verlander, just peak that good old JV. Like we, <laughs> no run we knew, support. <laughs> we knew what was going to happen with JV starts. Like we knew JV was, just, was going to, was going to keep you in the game just long enough, but he was going to give up two long balls. <laughs> and what did they do? First inning, two runs. And then Eduardo Rodriguez, whatever Eduardo Rodriguez did last season when he didn't show up for like half the season, apparently, apparently locked him in because he looks like a whole new guy. Just striking everybody out and you're I'm like I'm this what happened here and then when they when he they put up his ERA that was like under one for the last like I don't know 12 games or something I'm all what I was so confused I was like is this the same guy so apparently when you bench your star player and then that star player says oh maybe I should get my shit together and like actually start playing let's be clear though Javi Bias was a star player like three years ago. This hobby bias was bought for leadership. I think not, not to be, I mean, but was he leading though? He won leading. He won doing shit. The, the, the world baseball classic. He was that, that okay. dude puts on Puerto Rico and he's a different animal. But I feel like this is the hobby bias character trait. Javi bias in high leverage situations. Like when he, when you put him in those like, game time situation like he plays up like he's like oh i this is let's let's go i javi like world baseball classic javi baez and like 162 everyday grind javi but not the same not the same if he and he needed to bring a little bit of the world baseball classic into the 162 and maybe benching him did that so i don't know i don't know if Dusty Baker, maybe you want to look into that. I'm not. I'm not saying you need to bench someone, Ooh. but maybe you need to bench someone. I'm just, just. But I, that's neither here nor there. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, so the Tigers, Tigers are getting better. Like Pitts, Pittsburgh, like Diamondbacks. What What is happening in the NL? Like the NL is upside down. I'm so confused by the NL. I'm confused by many things mainly of which like my computer the records all of it all of it um currently san diego and um the dodgers are playing the last i checked potteries were up is that still the thing is that still the same that's no no it's on over my shoulder and mookie's rounding the the bases pointing at somebody it's a highlight so i don't know where that was but they are they are tied two to two tied two to two let's see oh yeah and do up Padres bottom of the ninth. All right. So, but yeah, so the standings in the NL, like the, the Dodgers currently lead the West with 2014 Diamondbacks are in the Arizona Diamondbacks are in second place, uh, 19 and 15. And then the Padres 18 and 16 Giants and then Rockies in the central is Pittsburgh with a record of 20 and 15 because of course that's where everybody expected to be the winner in the central. And then the Braves, of course it's the Braves with a record of 24 and 11 Miami 
and the Mets have the same record. One game out under 500, 17, 18, and then Philly, 16 and 19. The Washington Nationals, 14 and 20. Dude, that's so bad. All right. So let's talk about Pittsburgh for a little bit, can we? Yes. Because I think Pittsburgh has done a great job of finally trying to do a great job. Historically, Pittsburgh has been like, hey, we're just here to make money. We don't care if we're ever in a baseball game. We just want our little amount of fans to show up. We're going to cycle through some players, trade some players, bring some young players. It seemed like that was like a farm system for about five teams. The Yankees would go pillage and plunder them. The Dodgers would go pillage and plunder them. And occasionally the Red Sox would too. The Astros famously did with Garrett Cole. Uh, that's when you know things started moving You know, for them. They started like, hey, we're just going to go get guys. Verlander, then Cole, and so on and so forth. Granky after that. But Pittsburgh, I think, has finally said, no, no. We're tired of being bad. We're going to pay some of our own guys. We're going to bring up some young guys. We're going to bring back some old, great veterans that were good for us. And we're just going to fill this ballpark and, and try to be good. And they're good. And they're doing it. And they're yes. doing it without their star shortstop. Yes. And that's what really surprised me out of all of this. I'll be really honest. Do you, do you, do you guys hear my my dryer singing at us? Um, <laughs> it's it's done. done, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Samsung's great. <laughs> it's It, it ser- serenades me with its song. Anyhow, I was so surprised. I thought like once, um, I thought once he went down, like it was going to be over. And it's not. And it's not. And like the pitching has, has kind of kept up kind of, um, but, and it's like different guys doing things. You're like, Oh, all right. Jack Sawinski. Who the fuck are you? Like, what? <laughs> you know, say then, your name. Who the hell you are know, you? Like, you know, and then like G1 Bay and then, well, and then G man Choi went out, but it's, but you have the mixture of, you know, Andrew McCutcheon and Carlos Santana and they're just doing all of these things. And you're like, I'm sorry, the Pittsburgh Pirates? What? So good. Like, I'm super impressed. Brian Reynolds wanted out. He asked out. Yep. And they basically said no. And then he showed up and he, like, led the league in homers for, like, two weeks. And they're like, you know what? We'll pay you. And he got paid. And now he's there for, like, long term. It's so crazy what's going on in Pittsburgh. I'm actually really happy for them because – I feel like that's a that's a, a franchise that you know storied somewhat, and has just never been good, right. at least for like a lot of people's lifetimes. Nobody remembers that Barry Bonds played for Pittsburgh. Exactly. Free steroids. Exactly. Free steroids. He still played there. He was good there before I, he was great. Yeah. L- yeah. Okay. Listen for for the longest time. Like I, I didn't. I mean, I only knew. I only knew like post. Post steroids, Barry Bonds. I wasn't. I wasn't aware of the pre-steroid Barry Bonds. And then I watched some something on like the MLB Network, and I saw him, and they said Barry Bonds, and I was like, "Who is this skinny motherfucker? That's not Barry Bonds. What's going on?" Ironically, that Barry Bonds might have been a Hall of Famer too. Literally, there's two dudes trapped in one body. Like yeah, pre yeah, like pre- like Jekyll and Hyde, bro. Free juice was, was a different animal. He was fast, mm-hmm. real good defender, hit for average. Post juice guy just hit all the homers. Yeah, I was shocked, shocked. And Mike just laughed at me. He was like, Yeah, yeah, that guy. I'm all and no, no one, no one was like, 
Barry Bonds, you just uh, just magically went through puberty again, and your head grew like five <laughs> five sizes. What's happening there? Like, what? So yeah, I don't, I don't. Pittsburgh, shout out because love it, love it. Now, do I think that they will continue on this run? No, no. I'm, I'm very sorry, Pirates fans. I, I apologize. I don't know. The Central's so bad, though. Do you think they're? Do you think they're going? Do you think they'll get a wild card spot, or do you think that they will? I think they could win that division. Who's coming for them? The Milwaukee Brewers. Why do you say it like that? Yes, because, they're only one game behind. But but it's just not like they're classic choke artists themselves. They've had a division lead throughout the entire first half of seasons, and let the Cubs walk them back down, and let the Cardinals walk them back down. The Blue Bloods went out and, and got that division from them every time. Rarely do the Brewers who, like who who are the Blue Bloods? You keep saying Blue Bloods. So the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Cubs, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the guys that predate 1900 or whatever. Those oh, okay. teams, their fan bases consider them like we created baseball. There was no oh. baseball before us, and then we put the the chalk out there, and you know okay. they came out of the cornfields, whatever. So. <laughs> When you talk about those guys, they I mean they, their fan bases act like we invented the game and we'll we'll teach it to you. So I always do that when when I talk about them. And uh-huh. and the bourbon does not help, but I always get I always get a little perturbed. See, look, they're coming for me. Rude. <laughs> they they know, they know. It's okay, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I understand. I understand. Aaron Aaron is a Yankees fan, so we don't really put much stock into what Aaron says anyways. So, yeah, <laughs> but he'll hey, Yankees fans, Dodgers fans. Hey, we'll tell you the, the, the baseball runs through us. Hey, Barry Bonds at Pittsburgh couldn't get past the Braves. He couldn't. I don't, I don't know. If but that's he didn't have any help not. either. What do you, I think, I think, I think I, you know what? I can't even think of what else was on those <laughs> Pittsburgh teams. This was, I want to say was... Bobby Bonilla, young Bobby Bonilla. I think he, I think they had that who's still getting paid to this day and retired like 30 years right. ago. Yeah, no, this is this is pre this is pre Susie knows baseball. So I can't I can't help you there. Um, but yeah, no, like shout out Pittsburgh Pirates. Like you're doing the damn thing, but I'm pretty sure you just got your asses handed to you by the Blue Jays. Like I think that's what happened this last series. You want to talk Jekyll and Hyde, the Blue Jays are it for me. I feel like their roster should win like every game and they just they take series off. I don't I don't know what Okay, so we're we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the Blue Jays because the Blue Jays are so confusing, but we have not we're not there yet. Are we there? Hold on. I think all of the rest of my things are the for the AL. So yes, like let's let's move to the AL and let's start with the Blue Jays because and this will lead into the next subject because I'm sorry, when the fuck did the Boston Red Sox become good? Like I I looked at that roster and I take it back. I know how they are winning games. It's because they're hitting 90, 11,000 balls just in the air all of the time. And that makes up for their pitching because their pitching rotation is dreadful. And Red Sox fans are going to come for me. Like, <laughs> but you should know you y'all know, like, you know, okay. Like y'all know that the, that the that rotation not good like chris sale which version of chris sale are you going to get right like you don't know you don't Mm-mm. and so you cannot 
you cannot sit there and tell me that that <clears throat> you have confidence in that rotation. But they got mashers. They got freaking mashers because Rafi Devers is doing the damn thing. Masataka Yoshida. Great signing. Hats off, Heimblum. Hats off. And you you know what? Like he took all kinds of he took all kinds of strays for signing Masataka Yoshida. And look at what that motherfucker is doing. He now has the longest hit streak. But unlike our Mauricio Dubon, who, you know, was hitting balls, um, this motherfucker's hitting home runs. Dingers. Like, okay. And I don't know. I don't know at what I think. I'm trying to I'm trying to verbalize this in in a in such a way as to not make it seem like I am viewing baseball players as pieces of meat because that's I, I don't but I feel like sometimes baseball uniforms are very they, they like hide things <laughs> they hide a lot of things at at one point in time I saw Masataka Yoshida in like one of those um sleeveless like sleeveless tanks and like shorts the brother's like five eight and I don't know if you know this but typically Asian guys are not yoked up this mother like there is not any muscle on this man's body that is not defined. I'm all what Masataka Yoshida say what now? Like, you know why he's hitting fucking bombs. Like his bicep is bigger than my head. I'm all what that's how is that under there? What what are you doing over there, Masataka Yoshida? So I I don't know. I don't know. Vandy Chris says, Susie, you spoke the Red Sox being good into existence two weeks ago. You said we can't, you said we can't talk about them or they'll look good. And they did. See, this is ha- hashtag podcast magic. I am a witch. I've always known this. Other people are just now finding out. Aaron Rodgers said he called that the Red Sox were going to be good. Not with that rotation. You Not with that rotation, Aaron. You could not. <laughs> deep down in the loins of yourself could not say that the Red Sox were going to be good. Okay, like if you if you sat there and told me the preseason, you thought Alex Verdugo was going to do this like this motherfucker has like the most walk off runs so far, like a four, four walk off. off like what was it? What was the stat Four off of? In like two series series. Ooh, series. <laughs> what is what is the uh, everyone drink every time Susie <laughs> says series <laughs> What is the multiple of series? I think that's is, all you got. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, Aaron Rodgers said, I said 2013 vibes. Okay. I don't, I don't know what that reference is. See, that's like pre, see, that, that is pre, pre-baseball, Susie. I don't, we don't know what that means. So do you know what that means, Tom? Yeah. That- yeah. They, uh, they didn't look good on paper in 2013 and they just, they just scrapped it out and they, they oh. won it all. Okay. Well, I believe that's when they won it all. I don't know. I don't. I don't know these things. Isn't that the year um, they came back from from O three two against the Yankees? Where if they beat the Yankees, Aaron? Did they beat the Yankees? We'll see. Uh so the the Red Sox swept. Not only did they like beat the Blue Jays, they swept the Blue Jays in a four game series. That is fucking hard to do. Mm-hmm. With that rotation. And the Blue Jays, I'm, I I think in one of those games, Bo Bichette went five for five. And Vlad, like they couldn't, they still couldn't contain Vladdy. But apparently the rest of the, the rest of them, like, couldn't do anything. 
I don't even know. Kevin Gosman, they got to Kevin Gosman. I thought at least, at the very least, they were going to get, like, Kevin got like, the Blue Jays were going to get the Kevin Gosman game. No. I don't know. The Strohs got to Gosman, too, so. Gosman is Jekyll and Hyde also. He's the he's he's basically the Blue Jays in a nutshell. One day, absolutely lights out. The next day, so human. And you're like, how? Like, like I was talking about the Blue Jays, they're five and five in their last 10. And you're just like, they shouldn't, they should never be a 500 ball club with the roster they've assembled with exactly. the rotation that they have. They well, look so good on paper. That I want to say that the top leaders in like OPS batting average and slug i want to say like three of those motherfuckers are on the same lineup <laughs> it's like it's like vladdy and matt chapman and um Bo Bo, yeah like what and and i'm sorry the the boston red sox swept you what's what's going on i i i'm if i had a hat right now i would tip it boston red sox like cheers cheers to you because y'all are doing the damn thing i don't think it's sustainable I don't think it's sustainable, but good for y'all for doing it because you guys have a better re- record than the Astros. I I wouldn't have predicted that in the before the season, in the before the season. Land <laughs> Almighty, uh, what is their what the Boston Red Sox are twenty one and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Twenty one and fifteen. Is the AL East a wagon? I didn't think I I didn't put much stock in the whole like oh AL East is so hard but now looking at the record I'm all shit the AL East what happened what and you know the one thing I'll say is that they've only just started playing each other like they've been beating up on everybody else which is which is cool now they got to play each other the Rays are thumping the Yankees a little bit Boston thumped the Blue Jays a little bit you know what I mean. Like, I think a lot of these records are going to come back to earth just because they're going to beat each other up. Because, they're I mean, they're all decent teams. It's they're a bloodbath. They're a bad team. It is going to be a bloodbath. But, again, like, I I don't trust the Baltimore Orioles pitching rotation. Uh-uh. And then... They're just young and dumb. Like, they're... they're scrappy. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you're not even thinking of, that you should be that good. You're just out there playing, like, not putting two and two together. That's and true. they're 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 dangerous. All their young talents were really really good. I think they're ahead of schedule where people thought they would be. Like next year was what they were supposed to be here. Right, they're already right. there. They are well, and but they don't they don't have they don't have a rotation. So I think they're going to come back down to earth. The Yankees, I don't, I don't even know what what's happening with the Yankees. They, they have like a hundred and fifty million dollars just chilling on the IL. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, good night. Aaron Judge is supposed to come back Tuesday, I want to say, maybe from like a hip thing. Giancarlo Stanton is out. Harrison Bader came back and then went out and then came back again. Like none of their pitching. Carlos Rodon has a chronic back something. (laughs) What? He got paid all that money and is yet to throw a pitch in pinstripes. Right? So, I mean, shout Mm -hmm. out Carlos Rodon for being a sleeper cell and just being like, Psych, bitches. I ain't gonna play for y'all. Like, watch me shave my my goatee and my beard. I didn't want to. Maybe I'm gonna just sit here, not do it. That's not that's not what he's doing. I'm sure that's not what he's doing. But in my head, it's nice to nice to hear. But what (laughs) what is happening over there 
in Yankeeville, but yet they still, they're what, 18 and 17? Again, they they have a better record now. Like, so the AL East, AL East is a wagon. Um, they, the Red Sox, like I said, have now swept, they swept the, the Blue Jays and then they just swept, who do they just sweep? They just swept somebody else too today. Yesterday? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, the, f- oh my, when all that Saturday, Susie, Jesus I was like, wait, no, I thought the Phillies won. Um, but they they won the series against the Phillies. But they were only able to score one today. So, I, I good job. Good job, Red Sox. Red Sox are now 10. I think they're, they're winning streak. What is their winning streak? Eight and two in their last 10. That's amazing. That is amazing. Orioles... Again, I don't know. I guess you're going to just get some pitching at the deadline, maybe. The deadline is going to be crazy, I think. I think there's going to be so many different teams that have not been in that position before to be in that position, to be able to acquire somebody, to make a push. The Orioles you talked about, the Pirates we talked about, the Diamondbacks we talked about, all with supposed good young farm systems. It'll be interesting to see who's maybe selling – they normally wouldn't be, you know what I mean? The if White the, Sox. If the Cardinals decide they're done, are they going to start parting with players to get Jordan Walker play? Could Contreras right. be on the trade to, or on on the block after they just signed him? Like, who knows? I don't. Good night. Uh, yeah, it's it's craziness. It is absolute craziness. Um, the White Sox. What happened to the White Sox? The White Sox apparently cannot stay healthy. Like mm-hmm. Eloy Jimenez is now out for like four to six weeks with an appendectomy. What? Like, it's not even a baseball related injury. And t- I mean, Tim Anderson came back and I, I heard some crazy stat, like they're three and 15 when Tim Anderson doesn't play, but when Tim Anderson plays, they're like 16 and two, those numbers didn't even make sense. The three and 15 part totally did though. I don't remember the, the, the other part of that where, you know, the with Tim Anderson, but apparently they just, Tim, Tim Anderson needs to be in the lineup because apparently Tim Anderson is that guy to make them play well. And that was shown apparently today when they put 74 runs on whoever they play today, who, who they play today. I just remember seeing the the score and being like, I'm sorry, are we now playing football? What's going on? Um, what is that? Oh, no, that's the Rockies. I'm sorry. Rockies put 13 on the Mets today. The uh, Rangers did a number on the Angels today. Stupid Rangers. Uh, 17 and 4 was is was the White Sox. They put 11, 11 in the second inning. They scored 11 in second inning. Like, Graham Ashcraft, what happened over there? They had They had 17 runs and 18 hits. Say what? That is that is insane. Poor it Red. really shows how much one guy here or there really makes a difference on certain rosters. When we I don't, uh, we don't know anything to, about that. We don't we know get to talk to when we get to talk about that team from Houston. I look forward to making that same argument. Listen, where <laughs> where where do the Rangers come from? What what's happening over there? Like I didn't expect. Well, Jacob Degrom is out with forearm tightness. Scary so we all stuff. we always knew that 
that Jacob DeGrom wasn't going to be healthy. Nathan Avaldi, Nathan Avaldi's doing the damn thing. He's like, hey, guess what? I'm healthy now. I'm going to just com- complete game shutty. Not today. That kid Jung that they brought up, the first baseman. Oh, he's yeah. Been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonah Heim that? also. Yeah. And they've all, oh, and they've been doing this without Corey Seager because mm-hmm. he's been out. Simeon's played really well. Like, yeah. they've got some names. I think they've got a couple different Lows, right? Yeah. Uh, Low and Lau, maybe. Do the, oh, yeah. They have Josh, Josh Lowe and Nathaniel Lau. Yeah. Yeah. Don't call Lau. him Nate. Don't call him Nate. His <laughs> mom is mad. really good. Um, Adolis Garcia. He's yep. really good when he wants to be, especially when he's in Houston. Murders them. Uh, oh, Willie Tavares. Yeah. Leodi. Leodi Tavares. Willie's a little say? older. Who's Willie Tavares? He played his... a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just I'm just coming up with people. I'm putting yeah. I'm putting the wrong people on the wrong teams, apparently. <clears throat> good night. Martin yeah. Perez has been really good, but he gave up seven runs today and three and two thirds. So I don't know. They're just slugging it and making it work piece by piece. I mean uh, they're only 20 and 13, so they're two bad weeks from being, you know, average again. Right. So, I mean, the Angels are putting it together. Walmart. Mike Trout is doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani. And Ooh, then it's like- speaking of Shohei Otani. So, one, uh, this was on the uh, broadcast for the Dodgers-Padres game. Mm-hmm. They said... Some I think it's uh, Kirchin talked to some NL executive who says that it's going to come down to one of those two teams where Shohei plays next. Between and, the Dodgers and the Padres? Mm-hmm. And personally, I'm not mad. Be in the NL, bro. We'll see you, we'll see you later. Um, I selfishly want him to go to the Padres. Just because... Fuck the Dodgers. I mean, I just really like Preach. the Padres. No, 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 no. I'm okay with that. I don't know how they could possibly do it. They spent $11 billion to put the roster they have together now. But they, hey, what's what's another that, 500 mil? No big deal. They got just that drug cartel money, okay? Something. So, Chapo's like, paying for that squad. Something. They got... They're laundering something. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on over there. Um, But a team that's not doing things with money... Tom, that I've just, and they're number one in like across the board in all of the things is the motherfucking Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay? <laughs> Tampa, like, kudos, kudos, Tampa. You're doing the damn thing. Also, Jose Siri, just playing out of his mind. Just doing the, just doing the things in Tampa. And they're, 28 and 7. 28 and 7. Now, granted, granted, I mean, we handed, Astros handed them some of those losses. Okay. Like shutouts, two, two shutouts. That's, that's us. That's what we did. Um, but at this point in time, they lose starters, young farm guys come up and spin gems. Like, it's an art. It's a stupid arm factory. It's stupid arm factory. We, I, I, we talked, Shelby and I talked about it 
couple weeks ago when the Rays were still doing the damn thing and they're still doing the damn thing. Shout out to the pitching coaches that are just spawning arms and just making the things happen. And also, shout out to the Rays that beat the Yankees in that series. Listen, the way the Astros have abused, and I say abused not physically, but like I guess the rest of the league with Latin America, Tampa Bay does that with pitching. Like you said, they just produce, produce, produce. They trade them away. They bring another one in. You know, they don't sign anybody ever. They just say, oh, no, we're just going to grow our own. We don't, we yeah. don't, we're not buying nobody else's stuff. Here's and the thing, though. Like, when Tyler they go Glasnow's out. Tyler coming back from the, from IL. I don't, I don't trust Tyler Glasnow to stay healthy. I hope he does, though, because that's going to be filthy. I didn't say it, though, out loud. Um, They'll let him use the sticky stuff. He'll be fine. <laughs> if Cole can do it, he can do it. Listen, okay, we got (laughs) listen the the Ray. Okay, we got to talk about we got to talk about this last Yankees race series. Did you did you watch any of that? No, I didn't. I watched the highlights. I mean, um... okay. First, first we have to talk about Wander Franco. Wander Franco. This this didn't happen in the Yankee series. This happened in the the Pittsburgh series where Wander Franco like caught caught a ball from Brian Reynolds. Caught a ball, flipped it up to himself, and then threw it to first. Okay. I, when I first saw it, I only saw it in the slow-mo, right? And I was like, oh, that's not not a great look. But, I mean, he made the play, so, like, whatever. And I did not understand why the olds were mad about it. I'll tell you why. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, though. Hold on, Tom. Hold on. Hold on. So then, like, half a day later, I saw... I saw it in real time. In real time, you didn't even know the motherfucker was doing it. Like it took it took some some really did, did I see what I just think I saw? Like it was smooth. He was smooth with it. So, at that point in time, I was like, I don't that's not even I don't understand. Like, okay, like whatever. Again, still made the play. And in my head, I was like, yeah, but had he dropped that like all hell would have broken loose. Did he drop it though? No. No, he did not. He made the play. He made the play. Will he do that like every time he gets a ground ball? No, I don't think so. And I don't even know if it was like I feel like it was like second nature to him because it wasn't even like a like I really just don't think he thought about it. like he just okay, just But again, I don't have any athletic ability. So <clears throat> I don't know, but as a as a half curmudgeon, Tom, tell me why you'd be mad about it. <laughs> Look, here's here's and and only part of me is salty. See, like, like I, I said, I mean, half curmudgeon. But I I would say half of a half. Like so a quarter. You're a quarter curmudgeon, Tom. I didn't want to say it because I probably would have screwed it up because I've been drinking. <laughs> anyway, fair. you know, there's too many cues in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it all there's together. Not even, there's not even a Q. It's a C. C. I would have I would have got it wrong because I don't even yeah. know the right letters. Anyway, okay, anyway, here's the deal. In 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 the sports world at large, you know, you preach fundamentals, fundamentals, doing the right thing, proper footwork, all the things. That's the old way of thinking, right? You know, we had players called the big fundamental. 
They had all the different things where technically sound was the way to go. I'm, Hold I'm on. mixing, Hold mixing on. sports. Hold on. Hold on. You mean to tell me that somebody's nickname was called the Big Fundamental? Tim Duncan. Fun, fun, yes. Fundamental. Yes. There we go. Yes, Tim Duncan, best basketball. Anyway, the problem is, is that the kids, the 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 let the kids play crowd, they probably don't have any. None of them are teaching the game, and like when you teach the game, when you want your kids to grow up playing the game, you teach fundamentals. Steph Curry, for example, again mixing sports. I know. I'm sorry. I know we didn't come here. Steph Curry shoots. 40-foot three-pointers. You do not, the the people that, oh, yeah, wow, yeah, ooh, ah. You do not teach that. There's one of one guy that can do that. So the the crowd that says don't do that is the crowd that's also trying to teach that or is, is like watching it with that lens. So while Wander Franco could probably do that every day, no problem, and it's 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 a little pimp job, which again, me and Rob, we had our show earlier, and he was talking about J Rod and how J Rod was pimping flyouts and he hated it. It's because he's pimping flyouts and it's not your guy. You know, when Breggs makes those great third base plays and he has a little extra crow hop to him, nobody says a thing. But that's because we're Astros fans. We're that's our guy. It was cool. You know, he had a play earlier today. He tried to do too much. He tried to get the guy at second. He missed the guy at first. I'm sure we'll get into it later. But it was doing too much. If he just made the fundamental play, he gets the out. Didn't hurt him. But that's where I think the the the, the one crowd comes from that sees Wander Franco do that and go, there's going to be 150 million kids tomorrow trying to do that on a Little League diamond and not make that play because they're not Wander Franco. And I think that's the problem. Now, if I'm the coach, I'm probably going, look, very cool. I need to see you do it right a billion times before you go do that. And I think that's where we're at. That And that's fair. And, and I totally understand that. Uh, but it's, it's – my, my question is, like, at that point in time – because Brian Reynolds, when they asked him about it, he's like, yeah, I wasn't impressed. Fuck you. Yes, you were. Like, we, were, we all were. Like, we all were, Brian Reynolds, okay? And here's the thing. Like, Brian Reynolds is not a slow motherfucker. Like, he is not, he is not, like, you know, Daniel Vogelbach, like, lumbering down to, to first, okay? Like, he he plays he play center field. Like, he, he he's fast. So, again, like, I don't, I don't, again, I don't think it was, like, I don't think there was any menace behind it. Is I guess is my is my my thing. Like, yeah, but that's that's different though, because you can say it as a fan, as a, as a third party would know nothing in the matter. Nothing about it, right? Yeah. Brian Reynolds is like, oh, I just got uh, embarrassed by this guy who flipped the ball because he had enough time to flip it in the air, catch it, and gun it to first to throw me out. He's never gonna like that. If I'm Brian Reynolds, I say the exact same thing because he pimped on me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, yes, I see your point. So then, is it is it any different than bat flipping when you get a home run? If you ask the pitcher, what do you think about the bat flip after he just hits the homer? They're gonna say, oh, "I didn't think anything of it. I don't like it. I don't care." You know what I mean? 
And then Same like secretly thing. deep down, they're just like, S- fuck that motherfucker. Exactly. Like- Same thing when a pitcher case somebody nasty, does a little crotch tug, and then, you know, a little extra, you know, celebration on the end of that. Not going to like it. You're not going to ask them. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was cool. I thought it was great for the game. I think that's an awesome celebration. I think everyone you know? should do it. Yeah. They're not saying that. Now, if you ask this teammate on the side, yeah, I like that. That was hot. All right. I'm just saying, Juan Franco, like maybe you do that a more, some more. I'm just, okay. Um, <laughs> another one of his teammates, though, Ren, uh, Randy Rosarena, baseball, world baseball classic, Randy Rosarena did the damn thing. Player, player of the, of the millennium, century, millennium, millennium is longer than century. I don't look, I don't claim to be smart. Randy Rosarena if you guys don't know, does a celebration. Anytime he gets like an extra base hit, it's not even like a home run. It's like an extra base hit. Like if he hits a double, motherfucker's like going on base and then like crossing his arms because he's a bad motherfucker, okay? And so first, let's see, first at bat, almost, it wasn't first pitch. Maybe like the second or third pitch. Hits a home run. And here's where, here's where it fucked up. Like, here's where it, like, crossed the line. Like, <laughs> And that's when, when he, he knew like, he fucked when up. <laughs> he, when he got to third and crossed his arms and then stared into the Yankees dugout, I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's a bit much. Had he just done it, like, not at the Yankees dugout, like, because that's his thing, right? Like, that's, Jeremy Payne has got the hard hands, like, that's his thing. But to stand at third and, like, stare into the Yankees dugout with the crossed arms, it's okay. So the two subsequent, the two subsequent at bats, he got drilled. <laughs> he got drilled. <laughs> and the only thing that would have been made it, made it better, which they couldn't have done because somebody to fought, somebody to died, somebody got suspended. <laughs> somebody would have died. The only thing that would have made it better is that they'd have drilled him and then crossed their arms and looked at him after he threw it. <laughs> that would have been perfect because that's the kind of level of disrespect a play like Wander Franco's, a play like Randy Rosarena's is basically saying to the other guy, you know, you ain't shit. Look what I was able to do to you. And then no one's going to take that well. No one's taking that well. So you can imagine what Brian Reynolds and, and whoever a Rosarena hit off of goes the next time. I am fucking him up. You know it. You know it's right here in between his ears. No question. Because if it was me, I'd be the exact same way. Okay. Okay. And I don't know who that relief pitcher is or whatever that came in, but I guarantee you the starter that he pimped off of bought him dinner. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Well, so my thing is, though, like, you know, you know, everybody, everybody, even even like the newbies that don't know shit about baseball, will know why he
Well, I think we lost Susie. I don't know how long we will lose Susie if she'll be back, but I will try to uh, piece this all together. Basically, it's it's really one of those things I be, I believe that Major League Baseball has always been able to police itself. So whether it be one of those series, the Yankees, Rays, where he gets struck out and then something, Randy and Rose Randy gets struck out, something happens. <clears throat> or one of the other guys gets, gets plunked, you know, kind of like telling him to chill out. I do believe that we haven't seen the last of Yankees v. Rosarena or Wander Franco versus the Pirates. Uh, Just really going to be interesting going forward. Let's see. Um, I don't know which direction she wanted to go in other than talking about the AL, talking about the uh, just, just the great baseball we've had so far. It's it's been really good stuff. Like as an Astros fan, you're kind of frustrated. They're 500, but baseball as a whole has just gotten better. Teams are getting better. We talked about the Tigers. Um, we talked about Arizona. There's just so many teams that are getting better. And welcome back, Susie. Hooray! I was <laughs> like, no, I don't know good. if we'll be able to piece this together, but we'll see. And I'll just keep going. I, it's perfect. I love it. I, that's what. That's why we pay you the big bucks, Tom. <laughs> yes. Cheers to that. Right? Okay. Uh, remind me, I owe you a bottle of... Not this. Um, <laughs> I was going to say makers, but I don't know. Dealer's choice. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not ever going to be mad at a, a drink on someone else. No. Is that me? Is that you? What's going on over here? I see you. You're going. You're good. It was it was it okay. was choppy All for right. a second, but we got you. It's it's apparently it's it's not happy. It's yeah. Got thrown out. Get thrown out. Kevin Cash got thrown out. Her. And that was it's just silly. It's just silly. Like everybody knows why why they threw at him. But no, no Yankees weren't warned. Just Kevin Cash, because umpires as a whole right now, I've got a beef. I feel like trash. there is no sheet of music. Every day we get different stuff. You're great. You're the, the strike zone. I love the stuff you do on Twitter where we get the what the fuck ump. <laughs> I almost wait for those tweets now. I you know, you're you're, you're pretty impressive yeah. with the yeah. uh... as you should as you should. Because <laughs> so, like some of those are just bad. Just. Just bad. And you can tell, like, poor David Hensley, Corey Jolks on our team, just get rung up every single time. Every single time. Like, their strike zone, so much bigger. So much bigger than everybody else's. I'm all, what are we doing here? What the fuck? And David Hensley's like, bro, I'm trying to stay on a roster. Could you not? <laughs> They're Next coming for me. No Relax. Right. Right. Um, but then did you see that they made Zach Eflin, one of the Tampa Bay Ray pitchers, take off his rubber wedding ring? Not even on his pitching hand, throwing hand, pitching hand, throwing hand, glove hand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I really think. Like, what are we doing? And the, and he's like, uh, it's not been a problem before. Like I would really, you know, like it means a lot to me. Like I would like to keep it on because I, 
I don't know. Like I, I personally don't wear like jewelry just because I can't wear jewelry and it like irritates me. So I don't wear my re- wedding ring like ever. But that doesn't mean like I'm not married. <laughs> but <laughs> Zach Eflin, it it's a big thing for him. Like he didn't want to take it off, and they were going to eject him if he didn't take off his freaking wedding ring on his glove hand. Like and and I really would like for that to be like you know when they announce the challenges. Mm-hmm. I would really like an explanation. I think accountability would be so much better if they had to go into their little microphone and go, we had to remove the wedding ring from the pitcher from the Tampa Bay Rays for fear that it was an illegal sentence. You know, just something so we can right. go, really, bro? This is this is what we're doing? You know, or, or the other day when Herman rung up like 12 guys, his career high, and there was like, you for for the lip readers out there, you could see the umpire say, "I told you to wash that off." And it's like, I'd like you to tell us what you told him to wash off. What exactly is going on here? If right. I'm, and then I think it was against Tampa, and Cash got got thrown out, or, or maybe it was Philly. I can't remember. It was a couple weeks back, but the the other manager got thrown out of the game because he's like, "What the hell is going on over there? You're over there, Minnesota Twins." There it is. There it is. Yes. Poor Rocco, what's he supposed to do? If yeah. I'm him, I'm sitting there going, bro, he's he's over here destroying my team right now. And you're telling me, you're telling this guy, hey, you got some stuff there, but just, just wash it off. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be okay? Yeah. It, across the board, across the board, it needs to be like either everybody needs to be on the same page or like it's just a free-for-all. Because at this point, it's just like dealer's choice on – what what we want to enforce and what we want to have a little feel with like it's uh, what are we doing okay like the whole um if so when cody bellinger and the, the cubs went back to la the dodgers cody bellinger got rung up on a pitcher or on a um automatic um automatic strike um batter time violation because he took too long to get into the box because he was acknowledging the crowd and the standing ovation when he went back. And I'm like, what? Like you see what the fuck is going on. It's not like he's like lollygagging in the fucking dugout and shit. And just like taking his sweet time to get that. No, like he's acknowledging the crowd. Like he played for the dog, like have a little feel. No, absolutely not. And now there, you have to, you have to have in writing a request for for that 24 hours in advance in order for the umpires to to allow that what 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 are we what are we doing what does like, it need to be like processed does it have to uh, be now serving like there's people sending a bunch of these in i it's i'm so confused by it like it, it literally it literally is an ump show now like it literally is an up show. I'm all that's so that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my in my entire life. And and I thought that was the most enti- like <clears throat> stupidest thing that I had heard until until this happened. Did you catch this? Between the Phillies and the Red Sox, um, Matt Strom and Cutter Crawford, both mm-hmm. both pitchers. So um Matt Strom was on the bo- the Boston Red Sox last season, um, was a free agent, signed with signed with Phillies. They had a standoff after uh, the anthem. Neither one of them went back into the dugout, and they just—they were just having a friendly standoff. 
the umpires went and said, hey, you like like warned him like y'all need to like y'all need to get neither one of them wanted to wanted to break. So they both got ejected from the game. <laughs> they both got they ejected from the yet. game. They hadn't even started yet. They both got ejected from the game and there's hefty fine. And also, apparently, if you are on the IL and you get ejected from a game, it's even a bigger fine. So Cutter Crawford is was on the IL. Apparently, the broadcast said that like Chris Sale will take care of that that fine or something. I don't know why Chris Sale would do it, but because he yeah. has all the money, because Boston basically like made him a Red Sox for life. Okay, well that's fair. But then like, did like Chris, did Chris Sale put Cutter Crawford up to like I, that's that was my like what? Um, but yeah, Cutter Cutter Crawford was on the aisle, got thrown out of the game. Matt Strom got thrown out of the game as well. And I guess what is a relief pitcher for the Phillies. So they were down like a relief pitcher. I was like, what are you doing? But yeah, that that was also the stupidest thing that I heard. And, it, and the, it, there was no like malice. There was no like menace between the teams. It was just like a fun funny thing and like the uh philly fanatic was going over to the the cutter crawford and like dancing around him and stuff it was funny no they were in on it basically no the umpires were like fuck you we don't like fun get the fuck out of here like that's that's essentially what they did and then assigned fines and i was so confused so that was the stupidest thing that i'd heard what's worse is they're so bad right now like yeah you got game in and game out where you just got all these fan bases no one, no one more than the Astros, in my opinion, that are just seeing all of these horrible strike calls, balk calls. There was a balk in the Astros game today. Don't understand it. There's like just so much. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Trying yeah. to like when you're supposed to be invisible. Call balls and yep. strikes. Be invisible. We should Shit, not be the stopping you- the game for you. We're trying to speed it up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we will, we will end, we'll, we will end with the Astros. We'll, we'll, we'll touch the big news, touch on the big news. Um, within a 48 hour period, we, we, as the Astros lose two of our starting pitchers and one Jose Urquidy will come back, um, hopefully in a couple of weeks, fingers crossed. Um, but unfortunately Luis Garcia, what, what are you pointing at? The more than a couple of weeks. Today oh. on the radio side, Dana Brown was interviewed on Astro Launch, the pregame show uh-huh. for 740, 790, one of the radio stations. 790, yeah. I think. Yeah. So he said probably closer to before the All-Star break on Jose Arquita. So that's a month and a half, two months. We love that. That's so good. <laughs> I love that for us. So we lose, we lose our number five for an indefinite amount of time. Hopefully we get him back at some point in time. Uh, but Luis Garcia, we lose for all of this season, probably half of next season um, because he needs Tommy John. Love that for us. Love that for us. So we are down to starting pitchers. We bring up Brandon Belak, who. <sighs> he hasn't pitched bad. He is a, he is a suitable number five. He's a suitable number five. He Jag innings. is what we like to call him. Just a guy. Hey, Just I remember that. There you Just go. Uh, so he is. He is a suitable number five. And he will eat innings. He will eat innings. And yes. 
Hooray, Brendan Bielek. You are on a major league <laughs> roster. Good job. Um, but we also had another guy debut, JP France. And JP France is filthy. Just absolutely freaking filthy. And he's got the glasses and he's got this porn stash and he is rocking it. And this motherfucker never skips leg day either. Like, shout out to you, JP France. Buys a pants size one down, in my he, opinion. He is on the tight pants off list. Like that I really gotta come up with a better name because that just sounds it sounds too bad. It sounds it sounds bad. It's not it's like a dance off, guys, but like instead of a dance off, it's a tight, it's a tight pant. It's like the it's a competition to see who I believe has the tightest pants. Back in the day it was a tight fitting jeans contest. So maybe you call it the tight fitting pants, pants contest? contest. See, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't flow off. Flow off the roll off <laughs> the tongue. Roll off the tongue. There we go. Listen. Linda, I've had some I've had some bourbon now, all right? And it's warm. It's warm in here. <laughs> but the glasses, the mustache, the like motherfucker brought it. Brought it. And I I was super impressed with his outing last night and unfortunately the Astros just could not that was just a that game was just sad. It made me so sad. All of the sad. Uh, but JP France did the damn thing, did the damn like could not ask for more. So shout out to you, JP France. Um, I think went five innings, eight Ks, uh, one no three hits, no earned runs. I'm doing this all by memory, and I've had bourbon, so don't come for me if those stats are wrong. But I'm pretty sure they're very very close. Also, uh, winner of the night, JP France's baby, like. So freaking cute with the with the binky with the mustache, adorbs, adorbs, <laughs> love it. Also, why are both pitchers' wives named Jessica that were reality TV stars? Why is that a thing? How is that a thing? Did you know? Did you know that she was a reality TV star? I didn't know that, but wow, you know how how rare to have that on the same squad. And they're both named Jess, and they're like. I don't know. Anyways, Jessica's um, a sort of popular name. I I mean, I get that okay. part. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, like, if you told me they were both named to- Susie, I'd be like, wow, no way. But Susie's kind of a common name, no? More than Jess? I don't know. But then again, I haven't met many Susies, like straight up Susies. Susans call Susies. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so shout out JP France. And I think JP France is going to be a legit starter. Legit starter. He's got some dirty, filthy stuff. And um, so now, now the rotation in my head, this is how it should shake out. Are they eventually going to move Brandon Bielak to the fifth fifth spot, or or is this the rotation that we're going with? Like in the in the coming days? Is it gonna go Fromber, Javi? Brandon Bielak, Hunter Brown. I heard I heard on the broadcast today where they thought that potentially they could move some stuff around to split those guys up. Maybe have Hunter miss miss a day or, or move one day up, uh-huh. uh, like Brandon Bielak, so that it'd be like Bielak, Hunter, then France in some form or fashion, just so you're just so you have those guys back to back. We'll see. Also uh, talked about today, Rodell Bronco got sent down. 
to be stretched out as a starter. Interesting about JP France, though, um, he started out as a starter, and at the time, we had this rotation that was just, you were never going to crack it, right? So they actually moved him to the pen. He became filthy, filthy, filthy. And then when the season didn't start out that great, you know, for the Astros, pitching-wise, they had him start again. And then they kind of do the tandem thing, too, with their pitchers, where it's like five and four, Mm -hmm. four and five, whatever. So he was already sort of stretched out. And then he just came in and did his thing. So he was he was being groomed to be a reliever. And Mm, then the need for a starter, you know, obviously right now. Yeah, so now he's back in a starting role, which I think he's doing really well. I think he's doing super well. So, yeah. Um, And he's a little bit older. I think he's like 20, 28, I think. So, I mean, shout out to you, JP France, for doing the damn thing. Because with that mustache, you got to be a badass. You cannot have that mustache and not be a badass. So, yeah. Did you know that he got his degree in Homeland Homeland Security? No, but that makes him even cooler. He's 28. I I was like, oh, all right, look at you. JP France, Homeland Security. So, um, yeah, we <laughs> we lose that. We lose the series to the Mariners. Love that for us. We lose the series to the Giants. Love that for us. <laughs> and to pour a little salt in the wound, uh, the Giants were suffering from diarrhea. All of them. And we couldn't, we couldn't beat them because apparently against the Astros, Anthony DiScalfani turns into a Cy Young caliber pitcher. He was the only, he was the only guy that didn't have the shits, apparently. Well, oh, all right then. That's, but so then what was, what was our issue against Logan Webb? Logan Uh, Webb is actually a good pitcher. I know people don't want to hear that, but there was a time when Logan Webb was viewed as like the next young yeah. stud he Didn't pitched he really great two years ago too? i think he just think signed so. an extension with them too so yeah i just i just really want to talk shit let me talk my shit tom jesus <sighs> no i'm just Go kidding ahead. um but no we so the astros are 500 we are a 500 ball, ball club exactly where we pictured ourselves um preseason definitely definitely saw, saw ourselves 500 definitely saw us uh Two and a half games back, three and three, three, three games now. back, three now, three, three games back of, of the motherfucking Rangers. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely behind the Angels, and definitely saw us tied with the Mariners for our division, most definitely. Um, if you can tell, all of that was sarcasm. Things. But I feel like we should have seen this coming. I feel like if you were being, if you were being honest with yourself, going into the season, being down Lance, being down Uncle Mike, being down Altuve, and having probably a, I would say, equal to or greater than horrible start from Alex Bregman in what we've seen in the past, the man is batting 195. I say it like that because it's that bad. He has two homers. 
if you told me 34 games in the season, Alex Bregman would have two homers. We'd see no Altuve. We'd have Jordan out for a week. We'd have no Uncle Mike. We'd have two more pitchers on the shelf, and they're 500, and they're only three games back in their division. I'd say I'll take that. A lot of shit has happened, and I don't think people want to talk about it. And I know the Jose Abreu thing is everybody's crutch. There, 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 there. And Yuli's not doing anybody any favors because he's actually hitting now, which had he been hitting like this last year, he's still wearing the star. But he was so bad for an entire season. Playoff Yuli almost got him another contract with the Astros just because of playoff Yuli. But people forget for 162, you included, were like, get that motherfucker somewhere because he's horrible. 1,000%. However, they have playoff Yuli because playoff Yuli was rested. Is that not what we said? The entire time. That's why playoff Yuli was rested. We weren't saying that throughout the season, though. When he he started hitting, everybody's like, oh, look, he looks fresh. I I think that's all he needed. But during the season, people were like, no. Exactly. So we're doing the same thing with Jose Abreu right now. And, oh, by the way, yes, he makes $20 Do you know what Alex Bregman makes? I don't I don't care what Alex Bregman makes. He makes 28 and a half million. And he's not batting my weight. I it's only one pound, but still, he's not batting my weight. (laughs) Like he's batting my my weight. I don't you don't want I don't weigh myself, so I don't really know. But listen. And I have all the faith in Alex Bregman. I have all the faith in this team. I am not worried one one bit. But for the fans that are worried, you got to think about all the negatives right now. They're due to regress the other way. Sir, I am thinking about all the negatives. And some of these negatives could be fixed if, I don't know, say Dusty Baker did a damn thing. Oh, and no, like you're not... pinch hit for motherfuckers when they needed to be pinch hit for, or I don't know, didn't start Ryland Bannon at fucking DH sometimes. Why? Why are we doing that, Ryland Bannon? I'm sorry, you're not a you're not an actual rookie that hasn't seen playing time. Like you have been on big league rosters. You don't need a fucking start. Sit your ass down. What are we doing? <laughs> okay. Why? Like David Hensley, I love you. You are my guy. And then all of a sudden you're like strike zone, you're pressing. I understand that you're pressing and that you want to do the things, okay? But Corey Jolks over here is hitting the fucking cover off of balls. And then we just sit him and we put in David Hensley. What are we doing, Dusty? What? Why? Why? Like you you say that you have the confidence like the, the guys need the confidence booster building things. And Corey jocks is like, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm hitting the ball, but I, but I get benched. Yainir Diaz, Yainir Diaz can't even fucking sniff anything unless Hunter Brown is in the goddamn game. What are we doing? Okay. All I'm saying is that it, some of these things could be ameliorated. Ooh, that was a very big word that I just pulled out of somewhere. I don't if, know what that means. Put a bandaid on essentially. Okay, it could be helped. If if Dusty Baker would do something, anything. But no. Listen, there's a saying. There's a saying. It is it has gone on on Astros Twitter for a while now. Dusty's gonna dusty. And what that means is 
is everybody's got that one grandparent that is just set in their ways. And I use grandparent because Dusty's about somebody's grandparent. Set in their ways, doesn't matter how much the world has changed, technology has changed. Nope. It's that one grandparent is like, you know, this this uh, Farmer's Almanac right here, this book that was written back in like 1970. I do everything by the Farmer's Almanac. And when it says this, when this says I'm supposed to plant something, that's when I plant it. I don't care what soil you got. I don't care what the sun's doing. I don't care what the moon is doing. This book, Dusty is that guy with that book. Okay, so then can we not agree that that Astros, Astros Twitter is going to come for me. So going to come for me. I'm going to say it, though. I'm going to fucking say it. I'm going I'm to I'm put my fucking chest with it, into it. We won the World Series in spite of Dusty and not because of Dusty and not because of what the fuck he, uh, what the fuck he did. Okay? And y'all are going to go back. Take? Like, and here's the thing, though. Like, he's he's that player's manager, right? Like, he's that player's manager. And these guys were going to run through a fucking wall for Dusty, right? We all agree on that. I, yes, 100%. Okay? There are things that came out after the World Series that have changed my opinion on lots of things. See, see what happens is as you gather more information, your opinions can change. We can grow. So when people come at me and say, Susie, last year uh, you said that you loved SD and that they won the World Series because of no. No, because if Dusty was an actual manager and as an actual manager knew that I had a viable catcher on the motherfucking roster that could do the job, I would say, hey, Maldi, sit your ass down. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. We've gone on long enough over here at Bourbon and Baseball. We've gone out now an hour and 30 and I'm very sorry about that, but that's okay. If you guys want to listen to more Astros content, you can head over to back that Astros up where we will just have all of the rants. And I mean, all of the rants, like you only thought that you got rants over here. No, no, sir. No, ma'am. Go over to back that Astros up. You will hear all of the rants and I'm sure Tom has some rants as well. So, uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, rate, subscribe, like, Give us five stars. Please give us five stars because we have finally fallen off of the Australian uh, Apple podcast charts. That hurts my heart a little bit. I don't know what happened. Australia like, do you not love us anymore? USA doesn't love us ever, apparently, because we are just never on the USA charts ever again. Um, So if you have friends that like baseball, don't mind cuss words and um, don't mind inappropriate humor, send them our way because, you know, we're kind of fun. Uh, with that, we will say goodbye and good night and yay baseball. We're going to end the broadcast now. Yes, I want to end the broadcast. <laughs>